Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets, and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. How do we get unstuck? There may be situations where we feel that the options on the table aren't good. There are two options and both of them we don't like. Perhaps there's just one thing that we see that we can do and we don't like it. Other times it may not be a conscious thing at all that we're doing. It may simply be that we feel a certain way, that we feel that things are the same, that we are always doing things in a certain way or that we're always being in a certain way, day, day in, day out. And it doesn't feel good. Um, and perhaps more importantly than feeling, it's, it's tragic. Because what if there are other possibilities out there? What if there are other options for whatever we're dealing with, but we're simply not seeing them? We're simply not conscious of them. And I'm sure many of us have, have had that moment where we thought, okay, this is the only way to go. But something gave us a shift in perspective. Something, perhaps it was having a walk outside and randomly we got this other option that we, how, how we could tackle a certain, certain topic. And today I would like to share with you five ideas, five concepts, theories, partly also books behind them, of how to make this conscious, of how to shift perspective to get us unstuck. And so for us to rely less on luck, on those moments where luckily we get this idea of how else we could tackle a, a problem uh, and make this a little bit more purposeful. So five ideas. The first idea I want to start with is um, comes from my own coaching background. It comes from the co-active coaching model that I'm, that I'm using in my coaching. And there is a particular structure that I'm using with my coaching clients that I sometimes also try to do with myself. It's not that fun to do it on your on your own, but give it a try. So here, here is how, how to go about it. Uh, first off, the core idea behind this is that we separate the topic that we're dealing with from the perspective that we have on the topic. And the topic is neutral. The topic may, may be mm, our boss. And the perspective might be our difficult boss or um, a boss that is stressing us out. Right? So that is already bringing in a certain perspective on the boss. So we want to separate those two. And first, 
we want to simply clarify that for ourselves. What is the topic in a neutral way and what is our current perspective on that topic? And really get, get into it, describe it, feel it for a moment at least. When you've got that and perhaps you want to write this down, um, what we want to do is we want to get out of that perspective and also physically perhaps going to a different part of the room and really shift perspective physically as well. And the next stage is to generate as many new perspectives as we can, as we want on that topic. And it start, can start as randomly as just you looking around in the room and just whatever you see first, you take that. Perhaps it's the table that you're seeing, your desk. And you start to ask questions about the desk. Okay, so what about the desk? How does it look like? What color does it have? What's the feel of it? What's my attitude towards the table? Do I like it or not? What does the table give me? You get into it, you describe it, and at a certain point when you feel, okay, I, I really got into this, you make a, a shift in a sense and you ask yourself, okay, so how does this link to my topic? What can I take away from this desk perspective on my topic? And perhaps it's something as random as that the desk is something that is really reliable for us. We use it every day. And from this perspective of we use it every day, it's reliable. What's the link from this to our topic, which is our boss? And whatever the association is here, take a moment. It could be something like, well, my boss is reliable and I haven't seen that so clearly. I haven't appreciated it perhaps so clearly. Or perhaps... I am the reliable person here in the relationship with my boss and perhaps um, I'm, being, I'm being too reliable here. Perhaps I'm giving too much and that's what causes the stress. There may be interesting associations here, but it's always coming from this, having described the table and the reliability, stability of it. And from that perspective, what, uh, what, what does that give you on your topic? And you want to finish this with just naming that perspective. And what you do afterwards is you shift into a new perspective. It could be, again, you're seeing something in the room or perhaps you're thinking of something. You can ask yourself, what's your favorite color? Um, perhaps you've got a dog. What is the dog perspective on your boss? Be as random and playful as possible. I think this is really where playfulness comes in. And generate a few options like that. Um, Get into feeling those perspectives. How do they feel like? And only once you've felt them and not just described them uh, rationally, but also felt them, then generate a few of those options. And at the end, when you've got all of these different perspectives and they're all giving you a different association regarding your topic, then ask yourself, which perspective, which of these perspectives would serve me best in the current moment that I am in? And from this perspective, and then if I choose one, perhaps two, but choose one, <laughs> and from this perspective, what can I do differently now? If I take this perspective of, I'm taking the perspective of stability and reliability regarding my boss, what can I do differently who am I being 
when I am standing in this perspective. Come up with a few things. Come up, and this is really about brainstorming. Um, once you've got a list, then then choose, then prioritize. Okay, so what is it that I'm going to try out now? What this technique structure gives you is it's a playful way to generate different perspectives from the one that you've started out with, right? You've started out with the perspective of stressful boss and you want to generate a few perspectives, make a decision at the end what's resonating most with you, create a few options of what you can do and then ultimately do them. It gives you perspectives and from those perspectives you see things that you could do differently. Um, so that's the first technique, a uh, real playful way to uh, shift perspective. The second um, idea is also something that comes up in, in coaching, um, but it's a concept from uh, psychotherapy and it's called internal family systems. And the, the, the idea behind it is that we all have our internal family system. We all have multiple sub-personalities and the sub-personalities, they have their own perspectives. They've got their own strengths, weaknesses, uh, quirks, and we are continuously trying to um, negotiate between them or, or, or integrating them. And um, we're doing this consciously or not. Now, the the, the, the the theory, the technique is all about then making this conscious. So what are the sub-personalities within you? Um, you could ask yourself this playfully. You could say, okay, so if I had my own team, my own football team, whatever whatever metaphor is closest to you, if, if I had my own board of directors, who would be the CEO of this board of directors? What part of me inside of me is that CEO? How... How do they how do they look like? You know, how how do they what's their name? How do we call them? <laughs> how do they talk? Do they have an accent? Uh, okay, so who is the who's the who's the chief financial officer here? You know, who's who's deciding on where we put our resources and, and energy? Um that that's that's one way to go about this, right? Um the the other part of this could also be being very very open minded towards there are elements in us that may have served their purpose in the past but are now um, blocking us so it could be it could be elements in us that perhaps helped us I don't know in childhood get attention from parents but now that 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 element in us that's trying to get attention is not serving us in, in whatever we want to do and also become aware of those elements um, in the co-active coaching model that I've mentioned previously, we call those saboteurs, so that those are elements that are currently sub sabotaging us, um, although they are not really our enemies. We we can they've played their role in our past. We can be thankful for that, but we also can simply ignore them. And becoming aware of those internal elements, what you can then do is you can always consciously. Um, turn towards them you can say okay so i think in this situation now i need more of my ceo i need more of my i need more of my cfo or perhaps you can ask yourself okay so who, who of my supporters is talking now is it my ceo talking is it my cfo talking is it my my saboteur from childhood um 
getting clear on on those that that's a really really helpful thing and um uh try it on your own uh google it uh try 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 to go through the protocol yourself um Uh, otherwise i know this is done in in coaching and also in psychotherapy uh if you if you need support with that a really helpful tool that i'm i'm also using in my life that was the second idea the third idea um to perhaps shift a little bit towards uh specific books that really help me with shifting perspective is um the third idea is um the third book is um uh, a book by adam grant it's called think again And the core idea here I want to share, I think that is helpful in shifting perspective, is it really helps to think like a scientist sometimes, to rethink things, to question our beliefs, to challenge them, to run experiments, to be humble about what you believe, right? Because you may have evidence for something, but evidence for something does not um, unambiguously and forever uh, confirm it. Uh, you always need to be open to disconfirming evidence. And so if we take this perspective of a scientist, perhaps we can be a little bit more detached from whatever we believe about a perspective that we currently have. We can be curious. We can be like a scientist and um, ask, okay, so, hey, I'm, I may believe that... Um, My, my career is ruined, <laughs> to put it really negatively. Uh, or, hey, uh, the only way to be um, successful is by exploiting others, is by being powerful, is by being the domin dominant person in the room. And perhaps take on your scientist perspective, you know. Um, okay, so for that to be true, What, what what's the evidence um, and what's evidence that would show that this is not true right and so to to rethink those beliefs that we have those perspectives that we that we may have the fourth idea is similar it comes from another book uh, called thinking in new boxes by Luc de Brabander and it's um it's from from the business setting it's a really helpful um book on creativity in business but i would say beyond that as well the core idea is this you may have sometimes heard that that, that phrase of thinking outside of the box yeah let's think outside of the box now in this book what the authors say is that we can't think outside the box cognitively we're always thinking inside of a box We literally can't think outside of the box. But what we can do is we can shift between thinking in different boxes. And the art, especially to being creative and here to shifting perspective in a sense, is to realize which box we're currently in and trying to get us outside of that box and into a new box. Let's say, for example, you want to come up with a creative name for something. Now, you might just start brainstorming on a white white piece of paper, but you could also ask yourself, okay, so I want to create a name for my for my for my podcast, for my brand, whatever it is. Um, what if I look in the box of football for interesting ideas or I look in in the box of sports 
for an interesting idea. And you start thinking about options within the box of sports. And after a moment, you take yourself consciously out of that box and go to a wholly different box, which might be um, what options can I think of in the area of marine biology? Right? And then you're thinking all of a sudden of whales and dolphins and sharks and perhaps something there is is interesting for 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 your brand name. And obviously you can do this beyond brand names. Um, you can think, okay, uh, uh, how would a, how, how how can I deal with my boss when I take the perspective of marine biology? <laughs> so how would a whale deal with? A boss. How would a shark? How would a dolphin deal with the boss? How would a football player? Um, how would a hockey player, a basketball player, uh, deal with with the boss? Um, and so it's it's about that, uh, getting ourselves out of out of a particular box into different new boxes to see to see more options. The last and fifth idea I want to share with you is goes beyond thinking. Um, There is a book um, by Annie Murphy Paul called The Extended Mind. And the author, a science writer, shows that thinking in terms of cognitively approaching something with your, with, your, with your brain is just one way of how we think about something. The concept of the extended mind is to see that we think not just in our head and with our brain, But with our body, that we think um, with our environment and in our environment, and that we think also together with others, right? And so she goes into all of these three elements. Um, in regards to shifting perspective, I think this is really helpful because um, perhaps the solution is not something that you can think of. Perhaps the solution... A new solution to whatever you're facing is just going for a walk, right? So we're, we're getting back to that idea that we started out with initially, perhaps getting into a forest and just um, perhaps thinking there or perhaps not thinking at all about your problem, just doing something else. Perhaps that gives you something else. We know that it helps with our creativity when we work from different places sometimes, right? So perhaps you have a strategy off-site, somewhere else it's an offsite go to a new place because that gives you all kinds of new um inputs and impulses uh, but also think um, in terms of um, body you know what does your body have to say about a particular topic you know get into the feeling of something what does your gut tell you and obviously you know It doesn't mean necessarily mean that you need to follow that, but it's a different input. It's a different option that's on the table. Your gut is telling you one thing, and that's interesting. You can consider that if you follow it or not. So those are the five ideas of how to shift perspective and get unstuck. Um, the co-active uh, structure of 
come up with different perspectives randomly look around your room and create those and create options from them the second one the internal family systems from psychotherapy we all have those multiple subpersonalities and what do they have to say about whatever you're facing the third idea of think again uh, adam grant's book on think like a scientist question what you see at the moment challenge it run experiments be humble about what you believe in Uh, the fourth book, Thinking in New Boxes by Luc de Bourbonder, is we don't think outside the box, we think in a box, but it's about thinking and putting yourself in new boxes to come up with different perspectives. And the last uh, idea and book, The Extended Mind by Anne Murphy Paul, which is all about we are not just thinking cognitively, but we're also thinking with our bodies we're thinking in a certain environment and we're always thinking also with others and how can all of that give you additional insights into whatever you're facing and uh, new perspectives on whatever you're facing i hope that's helpful i'll make sure to link all of these five ideas in the description of the podcast until the next time hey this is daniel thanks for listening i hope you liked the episode please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time.